0: You should be able to walk into an interview knowing, hi, I can command $120,000 and not be laughed out of the room, not be looked at like, who the fuck does she think she is? Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also want f bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Work Wife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America.
1: Hey workwives, this is Lydia from DC. I'm just finishing a master's program and starting to look for new jobs. Some of the jobs have salary ranges listed and I want to know, how do I know what I'm worth being paid? Obviously, I want to go for the highest one possible. But I also want to be reasonable. What do you
0: think? Lydia texted me and she said, my life goal is to be on Ask Your Work Wife. And I was like, then ask us a question. (laughs) Lo and behold, (laughs) help at (laughs) askyourworkwife.com. Ended up with this gem of a question. It is a gem of a question. Vanessa and I (laughs) could have sworn that
1: we already answered this. But upon verification, we have not, in fact. But the reason we thought that we had answered this question, because we talk about it a fuck ton amongst ourselves.
0: All the time. And like. We had actually structured it already. Yeah. So like.
1: Because we do it all the time. We do mm -hmm. it for each other.
0: No, that's not true. I do it for me. She does it for me. (laughs) Vanessa does it for other people. (laughs) That's accurate. We teach people how to do this. This Mm -hmm. is like hard skill number one when it comes to like getting what you want is understanding how much your industry is worth in the wider scope of things and then where you fit into it. Thank you, Lydia, for finally asking this question. <laughs> and like, so that we can actually answer it. A year in the most foundational thing. <laughs> uh, Tee We love it. Thank you.
1: Are you getting more out of corporate America? I, I know I am. <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe.
0: Those words are ridiculous together.
1: Rating would be the stars. Review would be the words. Subscribe would be like hitting the button.
0: The follow button. The like. Whatever Apple's changed.
1: It's now like a
0: follow. I don't know. Oh, on Spotify it is follow still. This okay, follow.
1: Follow us on Spotify. What is it on Apple?
0: It's a plus in the top right plus corner. Plus us on Apple. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Google Plus. <laughs> R.I.P. Good redheads. <laughs> True. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't,
1: Lydia, how do you know what you're worth in the market?
0: Th- there should be a clear answer. of Like, I'm worth $120,000. I'm worth $60,000. I'm worth $220,000, right? Like, you should be able to walk into an interview knowing, hi, I can command $120,000 and not be laughed out of the room, not be looked at like, who the fuck does she think she is? Or taken advantage of because yes. you're, you don't know your worth or exactly. because you think you're worth less than you actually are. Mm-hmm, 100%.
1: Regardless of where you're coming from, you should have that answer and you should know it at any given moment. And it comes from something
0: that we, the workwives, call vertical research. And we're going to teach you how to do it. We mentioned this briefly in episode three. Back in the day, we had these really complex titles for ourselves. (laughs) We should just call it the negotiation episode. It's episode three. Um, Where we said, before you walk into any negotiation, you need to understand your vertical so you can pay attention to a job description. And if they're asking you to do manager level things on a associate level salary kind of thing. You can demand more. Right. So if you want some larger context around that, episode three is where to start. And this episode, we're going to look at exactly what it takes to do that vertical research. That's the thing we thought we would talked about, but hadn't apparently. <laughs> exactly. Apologies in advance. <laughs> so here we go. It's a simple four step process. So to start. Step number
1: one, do some title research. Meaning within your vertical, what are the titles that exist? In some verticals, this is very straightforward. It's associate, manager, director, VP.
0: Done. Or like it's as easy as like engineer, engineer one, engineer two, engineer three, senior engineer, senior engineer one, senior engineer, that's fairly linear. Marketing gets a little wonky because everybody wants to be like the blah 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 czar of blah 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 blah, right? But like whatever your industry is, understand the the language in which they're talking about titles and how they relate to each other. In some industries, there are titles that sound more important than they are. In marketing, specialist is one of them. I'm pointing at myself. I was a specialist. I think I'm a specialist. You're so special, right? Um, but they they tend to be the bottom of the rung and they're just executing. It sounds awesome. It sounds like, oh, I'm a Swiss army knife. Like I can do all like, no, honey, you are the one putting the shit in the box. That's it. So, so understand what the titles are and then how they actually relate to each other.
1: I think when you're coming into an industry, you're like, I'm definitely a X. I'm definitely a senior manager. I'm definitely a director. I'm definitely a manager.
0: I should be a senior manager by
1: now. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So my advice is. Sure. Look at the ones at the level you think you're at as well as above, but also look at the ones below you. Uh huh. For sure. You need to get all that verbiage, all those titles gathered in order to do this properly.
0: And I think this is especially useful for anybody coming out of a master's program. Lydia, I know you didn't do an MBA, but like if you're coming out of an MBA into any kind of role in most industries, you're still considered entry level. So sit down. You're going to be junior <laughs> associate one. Okay. Yeah. Even though you have an MBA and you've like graduated and think like I'm I'm the shit and I can like do all this stuff. Like, no, sit down, Sunny. You're still entry level. So just understand that like if you're going from academia back into the workforce, you may actually be a little bit lower than you might think you are.
1: Where you're going to look to find what these titles are is on the internet. <laughs> yeah naturally. No. Yeah. It's going to be on the internet. <laughs> and um, a couple of resources that we're, we really like for this are firstly through McKinsey. It's their job progression tool.
0: I'm going to give you the URL. Yeah. Because if you try to <laughs> Google it, you end up in this weird form and it's a thing and like, whatever. I'm like, no, hun. I just bookmarked the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So it is job progressions. With an S. Dot
1: .mckinsey.digital.
0: Dot Can you spell McKinsey for me?
1: M C K I N S E Y. Job progressions dot McKinsey dot digital. Yeah.
0: No.com. no dot digital. And that'll take you straight to it. And it's, Oh my God. It's like the best thing ever. You like literally select your occupation category. So like creatives, educator, food services, managers, you could just be a general manager of things, (laughs) production work, STEM professionals, and then like your recent occupation, like, or in vertical research, the one you're trying to get to, right? Mm (laughs) Barista, baker, bartender. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. Not chemical en- technicians, computer controlled machine tool operators. Like it gets real specific in here. Um, ooh, concierge. Should We go be concierge. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> After we're retired. <laughs> Never mind. But, like you can find anything in here. And then um, if you want to, you can add like your state. And then it'll map out a job progression for you. It's incredible. And like... They're obviously adding to it. And so there's a little, there's there's like this banner at the top, like, this is in beta. I'm like, mm, a little bit like Google was in beta for like 20 years, <laughs> That's just because they're taking feedback and they're working on it. But it is 100% accurate to everything I've ever tried to research.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. And we really love that one. The other one we really love that we highly recommend is zipia.com. Mm-hmm. Similar tool, right? Where you're going to see the kind of the networked relationship between jobs, job titles, job salaries, all this stuff. Yes. And that one's going to be Z-I-P-P-I-A.com. Both of those places will give you networked visualizations above and below any given job title and where any given job title can go
0: from there. I wish you guys could see Holland. Like we're definitely, by the way, adding video to this situation. So find us on YouTube shortly. But like she looks like the little guy in the meme with like all the red string and like going crazy. Like this is
1: how it works together. The pins on the wall with like the maps, <laughs> the maps and, the and the strings. <laughs> it's like,
0: mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's me. man.
1: That's what Zippy, it's like a prettier version of that. It's like yeah. a little map of like where this title goes and where it came from and the likelihood of this outcome, depending on that title. It's very cute and fun. I love yeah. it.
0: And it's really a, a solid resource for like one understanding what we're talking about in this episode, which is how to figure out how much you're worth, but also how to do some career mapping. What are my next three moves? And like, can it go just straight vertical or can I go to the side? and like yes. can i go to the others like or if i'm coming from a non-traditional path what's the best way to like click in to a path that's already predetermined so mm-hmm. yeah we recommend them um one thing to note here like even within an industry sometimes from company to company these titles will be different so dive all the way in from from Zipia or mckinsey wherever you're looking go to a company that you're looking at's actual page, look at their openings and see how they go. Or go to LinkedIn, go look at people, like the people option when you look at a company page and just see the titles that exist there. And some of them should start popping out, and looking familiar and you're like, oh, this is what they call this. Right? Yeah, exactly. Once you're
1: armed, Lydia, with this collection of titles, you're ready to begin step two, which is kind of a fun part
0: salary research. Finding the money. Where's the money at? Follow the money. Show me the money. <laughs> all, the, all the money things. Exactly. Make it rain.
1: Lydia, basically what you're looking to do here
0: is for every title that you found in step one, find a salary or salary range to go with it. One of my favorite places to start is Glassdoor because it requires you to put in information about your company or a company that you've worked for in the past. They want accurate information from you and they know that you're going to give it to them because you're expecting accurate information on the other side. So I like Glassdoor for that little bit of promise there. Like it just tends to produce more acutely accurate information.
1: Yeah. Beyond that, as you mentioned, Lydia, like sometimes job descriptions will have some of these ranges in there.
0: That's great. And that's being required like state to state right now. There are some states like by state law, they're required to put, that in the job description. So it'll be a little bit hit or miss for a while, but I think I think it's pretty much an industry trend these days to be more salary transparent up front. So you can probably dig a little bit and find the salary somewhere on like one website or another. Like if it's if you find the same job on LinkedIn but also on Glassdoor and Indeed, one of them is probably requiring a salary. Nice.
1: What you're looking for here is a salary range for every title in the vertical that you've researched in step one.
0: You're gonna end up making like add to your add to this list of it's it's now a spreadsheet. Let's <laughs> yeah. be honest with you. We have moved off of Google Doc <laughs> yeah. at, like, into a spreadsheet where you've got your list of titles, your salary ranges, and probably salary range by company. So if you oh my god, I just made the spreadsheet in my head. Down the left axis, title across the right axis, every single company you're looking at, and then what their salary range is for that specific title. That brings us to step three. You're now in recon. <laughs> and all of a sudden we're in a Mission Impossible
1: land somehow. <laughs> There's like someone coming down from the ceiling.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs>
1: I was like, I didn't think about it. <laughs> um, the, the We call it recon because what you're doing now with all these titles, all these salary ranges is you're, pulling all this data from the job descriptions and you're looking at them all yes you're saying what is expected of an associate what is expected of a manager what is expected of a director what is expected of a vp and you're understanding the entire spectrum of what is required from a
0: to z and it's the next level beyond the like um expect to work in a fast-paced environment with a smile on your face and like total ownership of your channel you're looking for like Tasks and responsibilities. What am I expected to do? What are my job responsibilities? So usually down a job description at the bottom, you'll find responsibilities and requirements or like what nice nice to haves. That's that's where you're going to find this information. And then you just do like a like item analysis. Exactly.
1: Over the course of pulling three to five job descriptions for every one of those titles that you research in step one, you're going to start to see some patterns and those patterns are what you kind of want to aggregate in your mind and in your spreadsheet mm-hmm. to understand the range of expectations for each title in the vertical.
0: You're really going to end up with like red string on the wall, I promise you.
1: Yeah, if you don't, like...
0: You're probably not doing it <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> that brings us to step four. Where amongst... All the red string. All the red string. Where, where amongst all these job descriptions, all these responsibilities, these patterns that you've laid out per title, where, Lydia, does your set of experiences and capabilities fall?
0: Yeah, and, and I'll say to that, like especially women, uh, this is kind of one of those, like, I can't decide if it's urban legend or fact or what study it's tied to. So there will not be a fact check on this. I'm sorry. But like women tend to apply for jobs. They're a hundred percent qualified for where men tend to apply for jobs. They're only 60% qualified for put a percentage next to this, right? So like, as you look for like item, like take like item number one, can I do this hundred percent of the time in lots of different areas? Yes. Put it in the hundred percent column. There's probably some things that they're like, I could probably do it, or I'm like 60% familiar with it. I'm familiar enough. I can actually I probably need to exercise that muscle a little bit more. Great, do that. And that'll give you a good mix of like, okay, I can not only be the junior associate, but I could be associate one, two, three. If we start getting to senior associate, that might be a stretch. Goal for me. What that helps you do is understand the mix of applications you're going to put out into the field. We talked about this in episode 50. So when you're applying for jobs, you're applying for stretches, you're applying for sure things, or you're applying for like, okay, anyone could get into that. Like anyone <laughs> could get that job. Like I'm overqualified for this.
1: The other thing that this will do for you is it'll give you the gap analysis of where you need to learn, improve, start from scratch. Yeah. Like execute, like all practice, like it'll give you everything you need to know in order to make that next leap to the, to the job that you're actually only
0: 40% qualified to <laughs> Exactly. Like that's how you're going to get to like director, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that means you can go into the job first day and say, Hey, these are my next three moves. And I understand it's going to take this skill, this skill and this skill development or do that. What can you, my manager do to help me develop that skill next? <laughs> LFG. <laughs>
1: Once you've assessed where you fall in this skills range, you say, okay, based on the skills that I can perform at 40, 60, 80, 100%, I'm likely to fall in the manager range or the
0: senior manager range or the associate director range, what have you. I could get anywhere between senior engineer two to five, yeah. right? Kind of depending on what the specifics of the job are asking mm-hmm. me to do. But that tells you like when a recruiter asks you, what are your salary expectations? One, we have an answer for you in episode Three. Thank you. Um, but also, you know, in the back of your head, like, oh, I'm asking for 120 to 160. Like that's, that's reasonable. So when they come back to you with an answer and it's 80, you're like, first of all, fuck you. And second, <laughs> we need to talk about this. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, And you have all the language that you need to yeah. make a case for that. Not fuck you. Well, actually. Lydia would never say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all of this, all of these four steps are the reason that the Ask Your Work Life way is to be actively interviewing, no matter how secure you feel in your job or how much you love it or how much you think you're gonna be here for the next 25 years. (laughs) The Mm. company men millennials, I'm talking to (laughs) you. Like so you understand, and this is a lesson I learned from Vanessa, what is happening in the market? What are the recruiters doing right now? What are the trends and what are those little 22-year-old graduates from undergrad demanding in the workplace?
0: Yeah, if you're mad about all the cute 20-somethings coming in, getting 40K more than you do, that's because you're not paying attention to the market. That also means you probably need to either demand a higher salary from your manager or be willing to quit and go to another job because you can, this is how salary jumps are made, everyone. Big ones. Big ones. Like you need to leave and then re-enter the market from a stronger position but you can't do it without your vertical research in the bag. So Lydia, we're so excited you're graduated and like coming into corporate America with a master's degree in hand. This is a powerful tool for you to get what you want and you should let us know what you end up making. Yes.
1: <laughs> Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, work wives.
0: Like, so that we can actually answer. It, A year in, the most foundational thing. <laughs> uh, hee. We love it. Thank you. <laughs> can this be episode fifty? No, we're past 52, aren't we? I could make it 52. <laughs> Let's make it 52. <laughs> I, happy promise. birthday to us
1: might be a promise i can't keep so okay.
0: in the recording booth she's not responsible for our production schedule <laughs> yeah i'm talent now not ops oh wow wow okay 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 <laughs> you're talent too oh, okay thanks <laughs> you're always talent one also i'm channel one that's why mike one channel one it's only because i'm on the right side of the board i think mm. or maybe the top <laughs> <laughs> okay that's enough funny banter from us